The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Good morning and welcome to the series of the Jay Rouse Show, and thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Today is December 3rd, 2023, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show. He's out of there. Today, lying Congressman George Santos was voted out by two-thirds of the House. With coat in hand, Santos made his exit before the gavel was even struck and had some choice words on his way out. Is giving us more insight on a story of death and mystery and anger over an apparent lack of good police work and accountability in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm talking about the story of Dexter Wade, who we now know was killed less than a half hour after leaving his home back in March. But his family only found that out this month. Just within the last half hour, Judge Tanya Chutkin, who was overseeing the federal criminal case about January 6th and the attempt to overturn the 2020 election, issued a withering rejection of the ex-president's attempt to get his criminal case thrown out. Online radio at its best. When you ask God for something, God boxes it up. Put your name on it, and he ships it the day you ask for it. As soon as you ask for it, he ships it. The problem with the package is he never tells you the date that it's going to arrive. If he did that, it would destroy the one element that he requires, your faith. So God sends your package, but he only delivers to Faith Street. If you step off of Faith Street and you go over here to I Don't Believe It Boulevard, he don't ship there. If you step over here to I Don't See How Avenue, he don't ship there. If you step over here to Ain't No Way Circle, he don't ship there. The package only goes to Faith Street. What happens to the average person is that when the package arrives and you ain't on Faith Street, it's just like the post office in FedEx, UPS. If you ain't there, the package got to go back. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is our calling number. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the EJRS Radio Network, online radio. And it's best, of course. I'm J. Ryle. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of the show this morning. Thank you for spending a portion of your day with us. And as always, I never share the stage by myself. A name that you haven't heard live in a long time. My big sister in the house, Vanessa Mae Belly from the Macinelli, the birthday. Hey, girl, and my man, Mr. L to the E to the S in the house as well. Let me say good morning to my fam. Good morning, Vanessa. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it has been Welcome a long back. Time. I know. Welcome oh. back. Uh-huh. Y'all put it all off on me like it's just me, okay? <laughs> I'm here, though. I'm here today, and uh, it's 
go down a little bit next year. So, and it is my 61st birthday, and I am grateful to be here. I know that's right. Happy, happy, happy birthday. I would sing to you, but I am under duress no, right okay. now. So I'm just going to. Okay. Oh, you don't want me to sing? sing? You sure? I mean, I could. Okay. All right. Well, you know, hey, listen, it's your choice. All right. Demand, who gets the first and last word here on the series side? The one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. What's up, man? How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And, and happy birthday to you, Nessa. Good morning, Miss Sister. Good morning, Mama B. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Real Day. Good morning, Mary the Music. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. The number is 347 Of course, like we always do, we rap and clap during this portion of the show. So, Vanessa, like we always do, when you've been gone for a certain period of time, we want to hear about you and your escapades. So, what you been up to since the last time we heard from you live? <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to hear about less more. But uh, anyway, I haven't done anything. I had to use some timeshare time. So we went to San Diego. Uh, we stayed in Escobedo or some town that's in the mountains outside of it. And when I tell you to wake up in the morning and your room is on a mountain, look out. It was really, really nice. We did um, five days there, went and jumped on the ship. Um, for four days and came home and because I've been going so long I don't know where all I've been but I do know that we leave for my birthday cruise next week which is um, the Dominican St. Martinique um, San Juan, Puerto Rico we leave next Saturday for that and that's my birthday cruise Okay Are you hanging out with your white Republican friends? I am because my black Democrat friends I am, because my black Democrat friends won't come and go. They spend their money doing other things that, that they enjoy. So, uh, you know, and we never discuss politics. And we stayed in a condo together for five days, five days under the same roof, never discussed politics. Uh, I don't know what they were listening to in their room, but in my room, I had MSNBC on, and we never discussed it. We were together for nine days, and but we stayed under the same roof for five nights, and we never discussed it and never had any issues with it. Never. Wow. That's a beautiful thing. Can't beat that with I mean, I mean, you just have to um, – I've been saying this since all of this is just – I don't know how it's going to be when Donald Trump gets back in office because he is not going to jail, like I keep saying. And he is, and it looks like he's probably going to get the nomination, like we keep saying, Les, that he's, they ain't paying that white man no attention, that he's going to be right back where he was. And, but we just don't discuss politics. We just, sometimes Bobby's going to say something and I'll like kind of kick him under the table, like, don't you go there. But, uh, we just don't, and we get along fine. We just don't. So now, is this a truth truth that you guys made? You said, hey, when we're together, we're not going to talk politics, right. or is it a situation where you just say, hey, it's just the yes. elephant That's in the room? Like, yes, like me and his wife. I don't go there with her husband. She don't go there with my husband. It's the two wives talking. So, like this weekend, we're only going to be at a hotel for one night to be able to get on the ship because we got to go to Miami. So we're going to stay okay. in one room, one bathroom. So, yeah, this is a trip to me. It's, so they, at the last one, they had their bathroom, their little room. She got up, was making us breakfast every morning. It was crazy because 
she looks white, but she's Hispanic. So she gets up and she cooks and she makes coffee for everybody and all of that. So this weekend, this is the deal right here. Well, we're going to be under the same roof for one night, same bathroom. Okay. So I told her, we're going to put Lysol wipes on the counter and everybody's fine. If somebody got to go do a number two, then there's a bathroom in the main hallway that people need to go use. That includes me. So if I got to, you know, do a number two, then we need to go to the the bathroom that's like in the hallway of the hotel. I've stayed there before. That's why I picked this one. And and that's, I mean, that's just the way it needs to be. And if people can't hold it and don't do it, then you just go to the bathroom and you use it. But there are going to be Lysol wipes sitting on the counter so that nobody will feel like they're using the bathroom, the shower, or touching something behind somebody else. And it's not a big deal. And she said, Vanessa, that's fine. Because that room is $253 for one night. So I ain't trying to pay two three for me and Bobby, and then they can pay their 253 I No. <laughs> I ain't rich. So, yeah, that's how we're going to do it. But, yeah. Okay. So, so, it's, so it's kind of commonly known that we're not bringing up. I know y'all think it's crazy. It's not. No, I don't think it's crazy. I just think it's a situation where you say, okay, it's it's okay. I mean, most of us have friends who are on the other side of the aisle. Well, I think most of us. I'm not sure. I can't speak for Mr. L.E.S. But, you know, sometimes you say, look, guys, we're not going to discuss politics. We're just going to have a good time, and so be it. But it sounds like that, you know, maybe that's what you guys decided. It was just you guys know that if you bring it up, it's going to cause issues, so just leave it out the mix. And that's fine. I just was curious as to – you know, how did you guys come to that determination? You know, do we talk about politics or, you know, what do we do? So, so okay. Nope. All right. Well, that's, that's cool. All right. Well, that's that's great. All right. So, Ms. Elias, uh, you know, she wants to hear about your escapades. Do tell, Ms. Elias, what's going on with you, sir, and what's happening in your life? Uh, well, you know, I was supposed to go back to Amsterdam on December 7th, but that got canceled because the, the festival over there got canceled. But we are supposed to go to Aruba for Christmas, so I'll be in Aruba for Christmas. Wow, look at these. Look at him. He's living his best life. You better go ahead. I know that's right. I know that's right. I hear you. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. So, well, you know, as always, we talk about things that that don't make the final cut. So, uh, obviously, one of the big stories this past week was the passing of uh, the former First Lady, Rosalind Cotter, uh, she passed away uh, at the age of 96, I think, if I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken. Lived a long and prosperous life. And Vanessa, give me your thoughts Mary, on this wonderful lady. You know what? You know what the first thing that comes to mind to me, because I was with them when she passed away, and I said, oh, Rosalind Cotter passed away. And they were like, who? And I was God, please. Anyway, I, anyway. So... Bobby said, Vanessa, she's the Democrat president's wife. They don't care. So anyway, that, this is what gets me. They've been whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're you're telling me that they didn't know who Rosalind Cotter was? Are you serious? The wife, the wife, my friend, the wife. She's like, ooh, it didn't. It threw her off guard what I said. I thought oh, I said who she was, wow. and she knew. But for me to just say it, she's like, who? And then I said it again, and then she's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's sad. We kept right on over it. Move right on oh, over wow. it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's times like that to make you say, oh, my God, did you realize that you wow. were? But, yeah, let me tell y'all the trip about her is she is Hispanic. Her hair is bleached white. People think that she's okay. white. 
And if she, okay. people say something nasty to me, if people say something nasty to me in Spanish or something, she turns around in Spanish and chews them a new butt because they don't know she's Spanish. So one thing I can say is she does not let, she does, she come out going, get it, get it, get it, get it. I mean, she let, they, let them have it if they say something to me. She will not let people walk over me, say anything funny to me because they think I'm black and then they're white and they treat them different. She does not allow that. She does not. But she grew up wow. nine people in a bedroom in an outhouse in Fairland. So it just trips me out that she thinks that, like I told her on the trip, that she made me mad. I said, girl, look, you ain't got no money. Harrison got the money. You married up. Stop tripping. Anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah, so y'all have those types of conversations. Okay. Wow. Got it. They've been married 77 wow. years. The Carters were married 77 years. Praise the Lord that they spent 77 years together and their final days together. It's just so unfortunate that there is no marriage in heaven. So this ended them being, you know, when you get to heaven, uh, there is no marriage. That's in Corinthians. So anyway, God bless her. And uh, I'm glad that he was able to go to the funeral. But did you see how bad he looked? Did anybody see the picture? Did anybody, I'm sorry, what did you say, Vanessa? Did anybody, did anybody see what? see the pictures no. of him at the funeral? Yes. No, yeah, yeah. He, it's, uh, yeah. Well, well, listen, he's 99 years old. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it was tough to watch. I, I, I was like, wow, does he even know what's going on? I mean, uh, and we all yeah, know how I this works. Too, Jay. Yeah, I wondered yeah. that, too. Did he really know what was going on? Did he understand what was going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, we but, know how this works. Usually when, when you've been married that long and whoever goes first, you know, the other one follows shortly thereafter. Right so, yep. yeah. So yep. I think they're probably well, making plans for that. Care for how long? He's been in hospice yeah, since February last. He went to hospice in yeah. February. Mm-hmm. But he decided right. to go into hospice, according to reports, is because he wanted to spend time and take care of his wife. Because apparently she was doing a lot worse than he was, now that we know. And so... Just a shame. Mr. Elias, give me your thoughts on this. Well, man, like I said, you know, I, I don't think Jimmy Carter, you know, in his presidency got a fair shake because of all the uh, uh, things that happened during his presidency. But I, I, probably, I thought he did a, a decent job. And, you know, to put, you know, uh, Reagan in and all this other stuff right at him, it was just, it, it was just hard to that. I just thought to myself, wow, how could you vote for a clown like Reagan? He was, he was horrible. He was horrible. How, whoa, 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 whoa. You lost me. What did you say? Did Reagan. you just say? They put, what, about, what about Reagan? Reagan, 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 he was horrible. He was a horrible president. Okay, yeah, but I, okay, I was just wondering how you made Jimmy that transition Connell, from, because he, he lost Jimmy to him. Jimmy Connell yeah. got to serve. He, yeah, yeah, he got to serve one term. One term, one and term Reagan was, yeah. was horrible. Yeah, and he, Reagan was horrible. And I, and I, my thought was, how did he lose to Reagan? Because Reagan was horrible. Because he got he a two-term president, and he as, as bad as he was, I was like, wow, he cut everything and under the sun to help the rich folks, and that's what he did. So that that's when that's when it started with Ronald Reagan. So, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Reagan and Republicans, because, you know, Republicans think that uh, Ronald Reagan walks on water. Um, Republican <laughs> debates coming up this week. Only three will be on the stage. Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Ron DeSantis, 
and uh, the other dude, I can't even pronounce his name, something Squashawale, whatever his name is. Chris Christie didn't make the well, I cut. I haven't seen that, Jay. Jay, I haven't seen the Republican debate. How is Nikki Haley holding up against the men? Nikki Haley sounds like a person. She, any time, listen, she's a Republican, so let's not... Let's not forget what's going on here, because it kills me when people talk about, well, you know, like, for example, Chris Christie, all of a sudden he's had some, he's drank some honest juice, and everybody wants to, ooh, Chris Christie, come on, stop it. He is still a Republican. (laughs) And even though he may say some things that we may agree with, at the end of the day, he's still a Republican. The same with Nikki Haley. She sounds like, people don't like uh, Christie because he's coming after Trump. And people are looking for an alternative. Ron DeSantos, which we'll talk about later on in the show. We didn't hear it in the preview, but we will talk about the um, uh, debate between him and Gavin Newsom, where Newsom tore him a new one. He, he is just not ready. He's not ready for prime time. And I wish that the brother who was running against him in Florida would have had his ducks in order and defeated that clown. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, she sounds, she sounds like a normal Republican, which – People yearn for these days. So my question is, should Chris Christie drop out? And I don't care who takes it. You, Mistelia, since that's a, you know, she may not be on top of it because she's always traveling. But do you think Chris well, Christie should uh, have? So how about that? He's a butthole. Oh, that's cool, too. Okay, he's well, a butthole. <laughs> and you have to remember that he's a Republican. And he's the one who went to the beach. And blocked anybody else from going to the beach because he wanted to go with his family, and I think that was during COVID. And you know what? Yeah, that's it was just, COVID. just because he's saying stuff about Trump now don't mean anything. He needs to step out. So I'm not really looking at the debates, but I am still kind of following what I can catch when I'm gone. And I do think that he needs to step out. Gotcha. So, Mr. Elias, man, your thoughts? I think Chris Christie's an opportunist, to be honest. <laughs> If there was a path wow. to the White House that was supporting Donald Trump, you don't think he would support Donald Trump? Come on, let's just be honest. Uh, I don't think so. Now he's coming. Yeah, I think I he don't would. think so. I think he I don't think so him. now. I, I, I think he was before, but I listen. I don't like Chris Christie at all. But but at the end of the day, I don't think so because he could suck up okay. to him and and become a member of his cabinet. I don't think so. No, nah, because he saying, listen. I'm saying a path to the White House. I'm talking about becoming well, president. And well, if, if, if there's a chance for him to become president by helping to support Trump, you don't think he would support Trump? No, I don't think so. Because no, because I don't think so. Because because the Santos and all those other guys was doing the same thing. You see what it got him. So no, I don't think so. I I think right, that right. he is. Re- I, no, I I think I personally think that Chris Christie. Everybody called Chris Christie a punk. Chris Christie's feelings is hurt because people looked at him as a weak man. He is a alpha male. He don't like the fact that people portrayed him as kissing Donald Trump's ass. And so he knows he has no way of winning. So his goal is to destroy Donald Trump and try to regain some of that bravado. Because he could very long, he could very well fall in line with everybody else. I just think that he said, look, man, y'all have called me a punk for so long. I'm going to show you who I am. It's not going to win him any points. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a wrap for him. I mean, he, you know, he just said, just leave it alone. Well, anyway, all right, look, we have overshot the we have overshot our target. It is time for an NPR news update, three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. We'll be right back 
We'll get into the heavy lifting of the show. It's the serious side. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to all those. Hope you enjoyed that holiday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our holidays coming up a little later on in the show. We appreciate you being here. Once again, 347-850-1272. We'll be right back after this. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Regions Bank. State and local leaders, schools and nonprofits turn to Regions to navigate government and institutional finance. Visit the government, institutional, and nonprofit banking page on Regions.com. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. The Israeli military is intensifying its bombardment of southern Gaza on this third day of renewed fighting following the collapse of a week-long ceasefire. The military issued a statement today ordering Palestinians to evacuate several areas around the city of Khan Yunus. The Texas Democratic Party has become the first state Democratic Party in the U.S. to call for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. The party's executive committee unanimously voted on the resolution this weekend. Texas Public Radio's Gage Davila has more. Texas Democratic Party Chair Gilberto Hinojosa is calling on Texas Governor Greg Abbott to do more against anti-Semitism and Islamophobia in the state. It's one part of the resolution that includes supporting diplomatic efforts to release hostages held by Hamas and allowing more humanitarian aid into Gaza. Governor Abbott has continued to express support for Israel since Hamas attacked the country on October 7th. He has directed funding for more security at Jewish schools and synagogues in Texas. Inahosa says he and the party will continue working with advocates to, quote, meet the moment. For NPR News, I'm Gage Davila in McAllen, Texas. At the U.N. Climate Conference in Dubai, ministers from more than 60 countries are meeting today to discuss the health challenges posed by global warming. It's the first time the annual event has dedicated an entire day to public health. World Health Organization's Dr. Vanessa Carey spoke to the BBC. We are seeing a very direct impact on our health. It isn't just lung diseases. It's cardiovascular disease or our heart. It is our mental health, it is poor maternal health outcomes, it is an increase in vector-borne diseases, extreme weather that is compromising our infrastructure and our ability to deliver health services. Health is the human experience of climate change in every way, and it impacts everything we do. Cybersecurity officials say an Iran-backed hacking group is actively targeting U.S. facilities and putting several critical sectors at risk. Officials say hackers targeting companies using an Israeli-made computer system, as NPR's Juliana Kim reports. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency said on Friday that multiple U.S. facilities have been compromised by hackers called Cyber Avengers. The group has been hacking video screens with the message, quote, you have been hacked down with Israel, end quote. The equipment in question is predominantly used in water-related companies, but officials say industries like energy, food and beverage manufacturing, and healthcare are also vulnerable. The agency says Cyber Avengers was also behind the breach at a water authority outside of Pittsburgh on November 25th, and while that attack didn't cause any major disruptions to the water supply, the incident revealed just how vulnerable the nation's critical infrastructure is to cyber attacks. Juliana Kim, NPR News. And you're listening to NPR News. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people. 
especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance of living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. He's out of there. Today, lying Congressman George Santos was voted out by two-thirds of the House. With coat in hand, Santos made his exit before the gavel was even struck and had some choice words on his way out. George Santos was mobbed by reporters as he was kicked out of Congress today. He stormed out even before the vote to expel him was officially confirmed. Climbing into a waiting car, his final defiant declaration, to hell with this place. <laughs> Welcome back again. 478 It's uh, 24 minutes after the hour. There you go. Ron DeSantos. Ron DeSantos. George Santos. Uh, expelled from Congress this week. And his final words on the way out the door was to hell with this place. Now, I think my colleagues said once upon a time that they didn't think that this guy would be expelled from Congress. So now that it's happened, I'm curious to, to get their opinions on this. Mr. Elias, so, uh, you know, I know we live in this world where we feel that sometimes things are not, you know, things are going the way that we want them to go, or we feel that maybe democracy is lost. But this week, uh, Democrats and Republicans united and kicked a liar out of office. What say you? Well... I was shocked, to be honest, because I, I, didn't, I didn't think the Republican Party would come behind and, and kick him out because they, they're already short on votes. And he's one that would back nobody, uh, anybody who was going to allow him to stay in Congress. So I was shocked that it happened, to be honest. Because, dude, this man, he should have never, he should have never went that far. And had Kevin McCarthy been still in charge, I, I often wonder if he'd have still been, if he'd have got kicked out. I do. I often wonder. I often wonder if they'd have brought it to the floor because Kevin McCarthy is going to realize how important those votes are. So I, I was actually shocked. I am because that's not that's, that's not a Republican thing to to kick uh, one of their own members out because they stand by their members no matter what. Look at all the crap Trump does did and they still back. Think about that. So I was I was shocked. I, you know, I couldn't believe it. Think, think about the think about the speaker of the house. He drafted uh, the letter <laughs> to so that Trump can stay in office. He drafted the bill so Trump can stay in office. And then when a reporter asked him about it, they told him they told her, "Now we're not talking about that. Shut up. We don't even want to hear. It. Be quiet." So was it a shock? Yeah, I was shocked because this is you said Republican he drafted no more. They drafted a letter. To say, okay, no. He drafted a bill. You mean the current Speaker of the House supported a bill? Yes, is that what you're talking about? Okay, yes. got it, got it. Okay. Yes. All right. He's the Speaker of the House, current Speaker. He's the Speaker of the House. He drafted a bill so Trump could stay in office, you know, and, and, and to, to, to get the, 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 the coup going. So, and they, and they still voted this guy. And then when the reporter asked him about that, they, they, they silenced him. Oh, no, 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 you can't talk about that. Oh, shut up. I ain't heard an old-ass our old ass woman congressman told the lady to shut up. I was like, Wow. Really? Because she's asking questions about this? So yeah, it was a shock to me. I didn't 
I didn't think they would ever, because they're, 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 they're limited on votes. I was shocked at that. So that means to me that they're not going to get anything done in Congress right now. Nothing. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, you know, the thing is, Vanessa, what about you? I mean, uh, Mr. LES was shocked because I know he was one who said that the guy was not going to leave office. So what, what, what do you think? What's your thoughts on this? I'm not shocked. Only You're because... not shocked? No. And you know why? Because in why? October, I was with the Republican friends that you have met before when we were on a cruise and okay. they did not like him and thought that he should be gone. And then I heard, well, it, it came up on a newscast with Helen, and Helen's like, he's such a butthole, he needs to be gone. So that let me know that there are Republicans that did not like him and wanted him gone. So, no, I'm not surprised. Because I heard it in October from my first, other, my other Republican friends that I hang out with. So, no, I'm not. But these same. But these same people love Donald Trump is what's confusing to me. Well, actually, actually, the ones in October are Republicans that are middle-class Republicans. They, they not like telling them that's rich. So, no, they don't like Donald Trump. And that's why I keep asking you about Nikki Haley. It's because the wife likes Nikki Haley. So that's the only reason I'm asking you about her is because that's who she likes. And, no, she does, they do not want Donald Trump back in office. They do not. Now, I don't know who her husband likes, but they don't want Donald Trump back in office. Now, Helen and her husband with the white hair that looks just like a Republican standing straight up, Lord Jesus, yes. He thought that Donald Trump should have been Speaker of the House. Oh, Jesus <laughs> okay. God bless yeah. America for that. Yeah. Well, well, listen, I, listen I, I, I figured, you know, we had this conversation before on the show, and I always thought that they were going to kick him out of office. Because once again, even though they have a slim majority, it really doesn't matter when it comes to, they're looking, once again, Republicans are playing chess, not checkers. And they know, they know that if they lose those seats in New York, because those seats in New York, uh, turn the House over to the Republicans. Let's just be honest. That's a hem- heavily Democratic state, and here you have all these Republicans, you know, winning these seats, which turned the tide. Had New York State Democrat, uh, we wouldn't have the shenanigans of, you know, uh, Kevin McCartney what taking, you know, damn it. Say what? What has Jerome said about um, the Democrats getting the Republican seats in New York? Well, I mean, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he made a comment on it. But at the end of the day, okay. this is what happened. So, so, so when you look at it, so when you look at it, they were like, "Look, you know, if we sign with this guy, and, and listen, if Republicans in the House of Representatives knew this. That's why they didn't try to whip a vote. They were like, "Look, vote your conscience, because we know that if we support this guy any further, that the numbers are telling us we're going to lose coming up." So let's go ahead and get him out of office. You know, we can still control things. We have a very what's one vote, and I think that's what they were thinking, Mr. Elias, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. Well, I mean, you know, man, if they if they keep running on the abortion like they're running, they're going to lose a lot more seats. So let's just call it what it is. And the Democrats make the the, the argument that the Republican Party is a, is, is the ones that got rid of Roe Roe v. Wade. Uh, they're going to lose a lot more seats. I mean, if you look at every election and every every, if you look at every 
every election that they've had, every every candidate they've had down the line, they seem lost in every election that they 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 put up with the uh, abortion bill. So that abortion bill is what's killing them, and they still running strong on it. I'm backing down from it, and I hope they kill yeah. them. Really do. Yeah, you say that. Really do. You say that, but in Louisiana, uh, there was a clean sweep for Republicans. Republicans won every office in Louisiana. So we can sit here and say that, you know,
for people to say we don't want the government to tell us to do with our guns, but the government can tell women to do with their bodies or talk out of both sides of the net. So what what are the people that you're hanging with, Vanessa, when it comes to because once again, I really believe that it's all about conservative women. They want to be conservative. They support that fool Donald Trump. But at the end of the day, they don't want men telling them what to do with their bodies. We need a, we need a heat check from you. Okay. So Helen, the one that I'm with the most, I can't talk about abortion with her because I want to snatch her ass up by the throat and hurt her. So okay. I, can't, I can't go there for her because... She's Catholic and raised Catholic, so she doesn't believe in abortion. So well, that's, that's a losing that's a losing fight with her. Period. Well, right. So I, I, I can't go there with her. Right. Most Hispanic women are Catholic. Yeah. Silva has not said anything. Well, yes, she has. Silva does have a problem with uh, men telling her what to do with abortion. Silva does have a, but like I have to tell you now, Silva is, and y'all were there when they were there. They came through there, but I guess y'all were in another room, another part of where we were at the campsite. But anyway, they came through there. And so they are the middle class Republicans. They are different than Helen and Harrison. They're different than them. So they don't want Donald Trump in office. They are Republicans. They, she doesn't believe in abortion. Uh, I mean, in them telling her what to do with abortions. So, you know, she's the one who says we were in a store and they kept watching me pick up stuff like I was going to steal something. She's like, why are you watching her? I'm over here touching stuff and you're not looking at me. I mean, you know, so she's the ghetto middle class <laughs> Republican. So she don't go with any of this. I don't know how she's going to vote. Uh, she's probably going to vote Republican, but she ain't voting for Donald Trump, I bet you that. Uh, and she doesn't like the fact that men are trying to tell her what to do with her, her body with abortion. She has been very vocal about that. Very vocal. Now, Helen, Helen is a Catholic. She, no, that's a whole nother well, thing. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you just said something that I thought was curious. Are you telling me a very mature woman at your age, when you walk into a store, you are still being profiled like that? Oh, that, yeah. That is, that is astonishing to me. Oh. Wait, really? I'm, 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 oh, oh. Are when, you kidding me? No, when you, I'm oh, not, no. Well, I'm <laughs> not, they don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. I just figured that if you were younger, yeah, let's keep an eye on them. Maybe, maybe, wow. maybe you don't pay attention then. Maybe you don't pay attention. That's what I'm talking about, vacationing. Cause well, I don't you look go, like a thug, so I would watch you too. No. I'm sorry, right, go ahead. I'm looking at Star the Mary, you wouldn't have to go that way. When you get off the ship and you go through these gift stores and stuff to get out to where you can go to your excursions and stuff, I'll stop and I might pick up a whatnot. And other people are picking up whatnots, but they will zoom in on me and look at me. And then Bobby gets mad and says, put the shit down. We ain't buying any of it. If it's hey, 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 hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yes, y'all, they do still profile. Yes. And my white wow. friends. You think Bobby want to go off? Now, Bobby don't say nothing because my white friends, if they see it, they let them have it. They do not well, let people. That's good to know. They don't. That's good Bobby, to know. They don't. <laughs> so y'all got that two, different, two different kinds of Republican white friends. One is rich and one is middle class. So, oh, yeah. Okay. 
right. So, so okay. So when, when we look at this whole situation with um, uh, Santos being voted out of office, um, you know, once again, I, I, so what's next for him now? So what, what do you guys think is going to happen next for this guy, uh, Vanessa? What's, what's, oh, what's next know. for George I, Santos? I, I don't know because this boy made up a whole resume. As a matter of fact, he made up a whole friggin' life. Like his mama was raised this place, and he did this, and he went to school here, and he worked here. I mean, this boy's whole life was made up. I don't know who's going to touch him. But believe me, because people know that he's a good liar now, somebody's going to hire him. Because somebody always needs a good liar at the firm. So, yeah. But I don't know what I think he's, he's toxic. Do. I, I think do he's you? toxic. Oh, yeah, I, I think don't. he's toxic. You yeah, yeah, know, because once again, I keep telling you, the Republicans are playing, they are playing chestnut checkers. I think he's toxic. I, I think that they know uh, that if anyone gets on board with this guy, um, you know, he's toxic. I just think he's toxic. I mean, because first of all, he doesn't fit their narrative. He's uh, he's a person of color, okay? He's gay, right? Um, and so they, they look at him completely different, even though he's a Republican, but he, you know, according to some of these people, he has some Democratic tendencies. So I just think he's toxic, and I don't think he, I think if he was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy that was a straight former soldier and did all these things, I think he would still be in Congress. I really and truly believe it. But well, because I'm a, a Democrat with Republican tendencies, well, people, it yeah, people do say that. Well, I probably do have some Republican tendencies, but I bet them are going in and push that knob that's going to say Democrat. Yeah, but, but at the end of yeah, but at the end of the day, hardcore Republicans, he doesn't fit their narrative. He's Hispanic. Nope. He's gay. Uh, he's preppy. You know, he, he represents. He's that person that they'll accept, but at the end of the day, you know, they won't vote for. It. Think about all the black. Republican candidates who ran for office this last term. Did they win? I don't think they did. The guy in, the guy in Kentucky lost. Uh, you know, uh, as far as the presidential race, Tim Scott didn't get any traction, you know, because at the end of the did day, Tim Scott looks like Jay? us. Jay, did you go vote for the runoff here in Houston? When, when was it? It's, it's Tuesday, right? Sunday. It's when? Sunday. Did you go vote for the, doing the runoff? Oh, no, 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 I didn't. I thought it was this Tuesday. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was Tuesday, so I did not go vote. Wow. that's uh, Thank you, Vanessa, for putting me on blast. Mm-hmm, I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Okay. My goodness. Might, I mean, thank you, Vanessa, Tuesday, for putting me on blast. Early, so I'm just saying, it might be Tuesday. Well, well, what does it have to do with George Santos? You just be just, just throwing people on the yeah, Thank you very much. Well, what you have to question for it is? Because me, they, hey, you, you, you talk about voting all the time. You need to. You, you got to be about. If you live in that life. You got to be about that life. That's why she asked you. Yep. You Thank you, Les. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. Appreciate it. Need more like you, girl. Need more like you. Oh, we talking about voting all the time. You talking about oh, how you gonna get out and vote? Oh my lord! Wow. Can get out and vote. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And on that note, it's time to go to break. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is our calling number. Mm-hmm. Coming up in this week's edition of uh, uh, In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know. 
this was a very interesting one. I think people should listen to it because I was intrigued by it, how humans, the natural motherly instinct that women supposedly have, a human has. Well, listen to this uh, this week's edition of this uh, of Kavina time, and uh, you tell me what you think on the other side. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being a part of what we do. We'll be right back. It's uh, forty four minutes after the hour. A squishy, slippery blob that's incredibly needy. That's how pretty much every person is born. And those needs, that huge amount of care, well, in America, much of that responsibility often falls to one person, usually the mother. But a new study with a group of hunter-gatherers suggests that humans probably didn't evolve to take care of babies all on their own. Reporter Michaeline Duclef has the story. The study takes place in the rainforest of the Republic of Congo with the Bayaka people who acquire their food primarily by hunting, foraging, and fishing. Nicol Chowdhury led the study. He's an evolutionary anthropologist at the University of Cambridge. In the study, he closely watched 18 babies and toddlers. So you follow a child for a total of 12 hours. Every 20 seconds, he wrote down details about the child's care. Who the caregiver was, whether the caregiver was like bathing or feeding the child or soothing them or carrying them. So you're just writing that down constantly. When Chowdhury and his colleagues analyzed the data, they found a striking pattern. The numbers were really quite amazing. Each baby had 15 to 20 different caregivers. Many of them simply watch the child, but... In terms of caregivers who actually are providing hands-on care, the average was about eight. Eight different people, besides the mom and the dad, bathing, feeding, physically loving the child. Scientists call these extra helpers alloparents, which means other parents. The study appears this month in developmental psychology. And together with other studies on communities worldwide, the findings suggest that throughout most of human evolution, mothers weren't taking care of babies alone. But instead, they had a lot of help from a few alloparents. In other words, it doesn't take a village to take care of a baby. It takes a handful of extra people. The idea we have in evolutionary anthropology is that humans evolved this system of cooperative child rearing. So it's just like physically impossible for an individual person to look after a child successfully. That's Emily Emmett. She's a biological anthropologist at the University of College London and wasn't involved in the study. She says in Western culture, there's an evolutionary mismatch. On the one hand, we're often expected to take care of babies on our own, but humans have evolved to care for babies in another way. That is, with lots of help. And when we look cross-culturally, it's a system of quite complex care we often find. So it's, it's beyond, you know, just the partners, often beyond kind of family members. It's like friends, neighbors, older children, and paid help. Emmett thinks this mismatch is a key reason for the high rates of postpartum depression in the U.S. I think lots of women are put in this impossible situation where actually they're just set up to fail. And then it's not really surprising that a lot of women feel depressed. Because looking after a baby alone in a house, she says, can be quite hard and depressing. I'm Michaeline Duclef for NPR News. 
online radio at its best. Is giving us more insight on a story of death and mystery and anger over an apparent lack of good police work and accountability in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm talking about the story of Dexter Wade, who we now know was killed less than a half hour after leaving his home back in March. But his family only found that out this month. Wade was struck and killed by a Jackson police car, apparently, as he tried to cross a highway nearby. And even though police knew exactly who they hit within days of that accident, officials say, his mother, Betterson Wade, would spend the next seven months, she would spend seven months looking for her son. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272 is our call-in number. It is the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. And it's just a sad story uh, about, once again, a young man hit, killed by police. Uh, was put in the morgue. Family wasn't notified until seven months later. Uh, it's a story that uh, really resonated with me. And, Vanessa, I wanted to bring this story to light because – you know, once again, here's the situation where, you know, and I call it living while black in America. Horrible. This is a sad story. Sad story because they knew who he was. Yep. And for them not to tell the family that this man had been killed is just total Crazy. nonsense. And how people are not in jail behind this, I have no idea. He was buried in an unmarked prison graveyard. Well, first, Jay, they got to figure out. First, they got to figure out if they haven't already, who buried him. And the next thing is, why didn't the man, the autopsy man, give him a name when his ID was in his pocket? Or did he even go through the autopsy office? I mean, so it, it was so so much underhanded, under up, just undercover stuff that. It, money will never bring her child back. But I will sue them to hell and back, baby. Do you hear me? And everybody within my realm will be losing their job. And somebody would be going to jail. Somebody would be going to jail. So, so, so let me break down the timeline for you. So on March 5th at 7.30, he leaves home, right? At 7.54, he gets hit and killed by a police car, right? That evening, a prescription bottle with his name is found on the body. So now, three days later, the coroner's office gets the next of kin information. So now, within three days of this man's death, they have the next of kin information. The following day, 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 the 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 so within four days, they have a positive identification of who this guy is, right? So fast forward five more days. He's reported missing by his mother to the police department, right? Now, fast forward from that, four months later, he is buried in the state-run cemetery. A month after that, police informed his mother of his death. And then three months, I'm sorry, Two months after he's buried, his mother finally gets the opportunity to visit his unmarked 
graves. Mr. Elias, this is pathetic. This is incompetence. I don't know what to call this. This is crazy, man. Your thoughts? It wasn't incompetence, Jay. It was a cover-up. All that was. They, you know, they, first and foremost, they probably didn't want to get sued but they, uh, the, uh, his, his relatives because he got hit by a police car. Secondly, they were saying, okay, we can cover this up. You know, what they tried to do. Now, you know, if you know in any instance who this person is, you're supposed to notify the next of kin right then and there. You knew this. And what did you do? You went and buried this man again, you know, <laughs> and never gave his family a chance to give him the proper burial that he should have gotten. They, I'm like, Vanessa, no amount of money would be able to help me overcome this, but I would sue the hell out of you. I would. Because this was nothing but a cover-up. This was not incompetence. This was a cover-up. They didn't want to be sued from the very beginning. And guess what's happening now? You're about to be sued. Yeah, but what I don't get is these are people that make decisions that affect our livelihoods, that affect our lives. Um, how do you think this is cool? How do you think that you can keep this under wraps? At some point, it's going to come out. So, so, so here's, my, here's my point, Mr. Elias. If they're concerned about being sued, don't they think it's going to be worse after, you know, after time? I'm not, listen, you're going to get sued regardless. But now you've added you've added the cherry on the cake on on on, on the cherry on top. You, I mean, you, you know, how do you? This stuff is going to come out. Judge is going to handle this one. Is it a Trump appointed judge that's going to handle this? Man, look, I black folks in Louisiana. Well, folks in Louisiana, they like. You know, black black folks that live in Louisiana. Come on, man. You know, let's just be honest, man. Their lives don't mean a hill of beans to people, man. Yep. No, it does not mean a hill of beans to these people because think about think about the the uh, all the things that have happened in Louisiana. About that, they got they, right, got, they got the brother that was on on the ground that was shot by a police officer. He had his hands behind his back. Happened to those officers. I mean, there's been countless numbers of officers in police in, in, in Louisiana who have just Man, just gone and just done what they wanted to the people. So my my thought process is that they're going to hopefully get an appointed a Trump appointed judge, and uh, they they'll probably win some money, but they won't be they won't get what they asked for. The good old boy network down there, man. Good old boy network. So, you really think that after everything that's happened, that they're going to get away with this? They're not going to get away. They're just not going to lose as much money as they would have had they been sued from the very beginning. State in the court damn of the the public appeal. Someone needs to go to jail. Damn I'm sorry. Damn the money. Damn the money. Damn the money. I, I get it. Damn the money. But that's just, that's what they look at, man. That's how they, that's how they value life. It's about money, man. It's about money. I haven't figured that out. I pray you do soon. Vanessa, what were you about to say? You know, my my thing is, I kept saying this, and I know y'all be like, Vanessa, whatever, you say a lot of stuff, but I kept trying to tell people, 
watch how many judges Trump is putting in place. I got on Facebook and I said, y'all love Trump so much. Watch these judges that's going to have June bugs locked up for life. That's just what I called them, June bugs. I said, watch how many June bugs are going to be locked up for life. And you know what? I'm just an old woman sitting back watching what's fixing to go about. And I kept telling them and counting and keeping a tally at the time how many judges he was putting in. Trump knew exactly what he was doing. That man, that man might not be no good, but he's shrewd. And when it comes to manipulating, he's good at it. And it's working. Everything that man put in place, all these judges changing the elections, making these people crooks, it's all paying off for him. And Trump is – now, look, just since I've been gone, that bank that he stole all the money from me saying, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm, this man is going to get away with this stuff. He's going to get away. So everything I've been – you know, and Les Cooper said if you're saying about Trump, it's going to – Come to pass, y'all watch. He ain't going to jail. He is not. Well, he's going he, to jail. Well, he's, he's going to jail. But but let me say this though, I, I do agree with the lasting effect, and I think the lasting impact on the Trump presidency, even if he by some miracle wins a second term, the impact is the number of judges that he has put on federal benches across this country who have lifetime appointments. That's going to be the, the, the biggest thing as far as I'm concerned. Even though, Mr. Elias, there have been some judges who have ruled against him that he put on uh, the court. So, I mean, should we, have, should we remain hopeful that at some point these people realize that they're supposed to represent justice, not one man? Should we be optimistic about that? Louisiana, I would be. Louisiana. Thank you. That's <laughs> Louisiana, my brother. Ooh. Huh. If, if they get a Trump appointed judge, I I would be scared for that family. Definitely be scared for that family. I'm telling you, they're, 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 they're trying to about Louisiana. What happened in Louisiana? What did I miss? What happened with Louisiana? Just in case the audience don't know what you're talking about either. What? I'm talking about all the, all the, the police corruption in Louisiana. Uh, they, they, I can't remember the guy's name. He was, he was on the ground, and they shot him, and they shot him. Blank range. He was, had, his, he had his hands behind his back. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's Louisiana. And yeah, they're rough. Rough shot, I'm telling you. Yeah, well, there, there, there were some corrupt Republicans. There were some corrupt Democrats in that state, too. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. There were. I mean, so we have to call the spade a spade. I mean, there really were. I mean, it's unfortunate, but we have corrupt people on both sides of the aisle. And, uh, you know, and I think that what we have to do is we have to be able to call them out on that and don't give them a pass. Because I think sometimes we think because they're Democrat, well, you know, no. I mean, when, you know, Senator Menendez, that crap he pulled in New Jersey, that guy needs to go to jail. I mean, I don't care if he has a D behind his name. Corruption is corruption. And if you're breaking the law, your ass need to go to jail. I don't care what you are. You know, it just so happens that Republicans circle around. Everybody do. I think most most political parties circle around their candidate. If, if, if not the Democrats. Not the Democrats. How many circle behind Menendez? No, not, not so a lot. How many, 
me circle behind Al, uh, uh, Al Franklin. Not a lot. That's what I'm saying. You know, you had Trump, a, uh, an insurrection at the White House. What did they do? He's okay. I think we're going to always differ on that because I understand what you're saying, Mr. Elias. You are the anti-Michelle um, Michelle Obama. When they go low, you go lower. I mean, I get it. I, I mean, I understand that. And, and, you know, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that, you know, I can't see your side of view on this. But I really truly believe that, once again, like you called me out on, on voting. You know, if you're going to walk that walk, if you're going to talk that talk, you need to live that lifestyle. And at the end of the day, if we're bitching and complaining about Republicans, uh, you know, breaking a law, then so we're going to do it too because it's cool? I mean, no. When you stop, you then I'll stop. Because, because if you – look, man, okay, I'm, I'm going to live the high life. You're going to keep living the low life, and I'm going to let you get away with that? But then why are you complaining about the low life if – but why do you complain about the low life when you want to when you're going to participate in it? I mean, how does that make it right? I'm just asking. How does it make it right? Make, Two wrongs don't make it right. Makes it right. Hey man, but hey, what's fair? Fair play is fair play, brother. That's what it is. But that's not fair. If you're going to do it, I'm gonna do it. If you do it, I do it. That's what that's what it's about. If that's the life I'm gonna live, that's the life I'm gonna live. Okay. Well then, don't. Because you're saying that you want to talk about what's right, what's the right thing to do. And so because they're doing wrong, you think it's okay for us to do wrong, too? I mean, I just, that's the right I, I thing for me to do. To me, that's the well, right I thing to think do. It's if, you, if you're that's doing wrong, I'm going to do, do the same thing. And that's exactly, that's all it is, is your opinion. That's exactly wrong. what it is. Your yeah, opinion. but two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. But, okay, so what? So I'm going to keep doing right while you still kicking me in my ass. Are you serious? I, that's like a, that's like an abuse to keep taking abuse, but I'm gonna keep doing right because you're abusing me because I want to live right. You sound ridiculous. Sound ridiculous. That's like abuse to keep getting abused. Stop it. All right, Mr. Well, there you go. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. L to the E to the S. All right, we're going to step out and take a break. 347-850-1272. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. Hopefully the weather is beautiful in your neck of the woods. It's the serious side on the TJRS Radio Network online radio at its best. Online radio at its best.
Today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. Just within the last half hour, Judge Tanya Chutkin, who is overseeing the federal criminal case about January 6th and the attempt to overturn the 2020 election, issued a withering rejection of the ex-president's attempt to get his criminal case thrown out. Versus foiled again. Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Donald Trump loses another case. He's trying, folks. You got to get a man an E for effort and a C for credit. He is trying his damnness to get out of this because Donald Trump sees the writing on the wall. Despite the fact that my colleagues don't see the writing, I see it. He sees it too. That's why he's filing all these different court appeals, trying to find a way to wiggle out of these 90-plus indictments that are hanging over his head. And the more and more you listen to him at these campaign rallies, so to speak, he sounds deranged, unhinged, and he sounds like a scared man. And that's where I agree with Chris Christie. He said he's a scared little man, and he knows he's going to jail. Chris Christie says he's going to jail. He's a former prosecutor. And I agree with him. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You're listening to the serious side. So, that being said, he's lost two cases, Mr. Elias. He's trying to find a way to wiggle out of this. So now, basically, people can sue him financially because what he was saying: look, as a candidate for president, I should be immune from this stuff, right? It's 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 really interfering with my ability to campaign, and they were like, "We don't give a damn about that." People can sue you for damages <laughs> if you get frauded there. So guess what? You're no different than anyone else. Exact. That's exactly what they said. Exactly what they said, Vanessa. Okay. That's why he's running. How many people? He's, he's scared. How many people have sued him in the past? Say what now? How many people have sued him in the? How many people have sued him in the past? And he's just going to drag it on out, drag it on out, drag it on out, drag it on out. Drag it on well, out, well that's the appeal out. process. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, it's, 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 listen, it's our system, bro. I mean, I didn't make it. It's the system in which we have that stuff. Those are our laws. You have to give people the appeal process. You have to give them an opportunity. Because remember, think about it from this perspective, right? It's me against you. So you're asking people who were involved in this process to make a decision on whether who's right, me or you. So I know for a fact that I was involved in something where it did not come out in my favor, and I know damn well that everyone that's in part of that process is lying. So I have to have, I have, to have an avenue to be able to 
some way, somehow support what I'm trying to prove. It just can't be, well, that's the final verdict and that's the end of it. I have to have a process because, once again, the people that's judging this, they weren't there. And if you could tell a better tale than I, then guess what? They can believe you. You know, the color of our skin plays a role in it. If it's a black person against a white person, I mean, you have to have the ability to appeal. You have to. It's just a part of it. Now, this guy is guilty as all all Mm -hmm. get out, but you still have to have those mechanisms in place, regardless of, you know, because for every case where it looks like someone's taking advantage of it, there's a case where someone really and truly needs that as a resource and an avenue to be able to get their point across. Period. So, yeah, he's going to appeal. That's a part of the process, and it needs to be a part of the process. I it really agree wholeheartedly, but this man, this, this man is a slippery snake, man. How many times have people seen him giving up? Of course it's a snake. Because they, they don't have the resources that he has. They don't have the money he has. They don't have the time that he has. So, Welcome to America. I, I, it's not his first rodeo. It's not, it's not the first rodeo here. It's not his first rodeo. So my, my thought process is that, you know, you know, Man, trust me. He gets back in office, all this stuff is going away. Trust me. Well, well, I agree with you there. I agree with that. I do agree with you in that. But he got what? What? He got a great shot of getting back in office. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, he got a great shot. And I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing that I always think about, Vanessa, when I watch the news. People talk about that democracy is in trouble because this guy can win. I'm thinking, but wait a minute. This guy has 91 indictments against him. There's a possibility that he can get convicted, or is there a possibility of him getting convicted before the election? Because if he's convicted, I mean, if he gets convicted, how the hell can he – I think we talked about this, right? You can be a convicted felon and still run for president, right? Actually, they had a guy that was in jail back in I think the 1890s and 1900s or something like that that was in jail and ran for president. You can do it. So this dude, you don't think this dude is going to jail. He's not going. I'm telling you. He's got to – you look, man. His supporters are going to vote for him. And all I ever hear from the, the Democrats is, Biden is too old. I can care less. I don't care how old he is. I want to be able to vote. And then, and then next is coming up. That's all I care about. I don't care about anything else. You're not going to take away my democracy. You're not going to take away my freedoms. This is what this guy's telling you he's going to do. He's telling you what he's going to do. He's laying it out. And he's putting it out there that says he's going to have an insurrection law passed so he'll be in charge of the military in case this happens again. So he can tell the military, hey, you go in there and destroy those voting machines. He's telling you what he's going to do. He's programming it out there, and nobody's talking about it. You know why they're not talking about it? Because they're too busy telling you how old Joe Biden is. It's a distraction, and that's how weak the Democrats are. They're falling right in line. Joe Biden is too old. So is Donald Trump. He's three years younger. And he, but this one, this old man is telling you how he's going to destroy your democracy. 
So they're gonna keep they're gonna, they're gonna keep going with it. That's all I ever hear about. Man, Joe Biden looks feeble. I don't care less. Joe yeah. Biden looks like I'm gonna be able to vote for the rest of my life. Let's let me say this. Hmm? I personally, if I had another choice, probably would not vote. Don't be shooting at me. Probably would not vote for Joe Biden. But I think that the young people who are saying that he is older, when it comes to the point, am I going to vote for Biden or am I going to vote for Trump, after all of these charges start slapping him and hitting him, and I really do believe that they're going to switch by that time. Are they saying now? I don't know. I think they're going to switch. I don't think so. I think that some, well, let me speak. I am not sad if he's convicted. Not for the Trumpsters list. I'm not talking to them because Trumpsters are a whole nother story. You know that. I know that. They die mm-hmm. hard. They don't give a damn if he run over somebody in the middle of the New York street, they're going to vote for him. I'm talking about <laughs> the people that's walking the line, the people that's in the middle. I think that if they have to choose between Biden and Trump when that time comes, I don't think they're going to vote for Trump, not the young black ones that voted for Trump initially that are still saying they think that Trump will get the um, the economy back in place. Uh, for those of you who don't know, CDs are now going at 5.5. Y'all might want to tie some money up. Anyway, um, Trump didn't have anything to do with that. Biden did that. So I don't know. I try to get on Facebook and, and do stuff next. I know you've seen it. I say, now's a good time to buy stock. Stock is at a low. Mm-hmm. Buy it now. I, if you don't know how to buy stock on your own, message me. Bobby will tell you how to set up an account. I mean, I try to inform these youngsters who think that Trump is doing so much. It's not Trump right now. CDs are at, at the highest mm-hmm. they've been at in years. But Biden is the one that's in office, and these youngsters don't even know what a damn CD is. So... Anyway, that just really gets me. I believe that I agree. I, I just believe that they're going to switch at the last minute when Trump gets through running his mouth about what all he's going to do to us. I think they're going to. Some of them are going to change. I just do. Think about his messaging. His message is, "I'm gonna get rid of it. I'm. I'm it's like I'm. I'm gonna become an autocratist. I'm going to the, the 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 newspapers that are talking about me and the people that wrote against me. I'm going to get you." person. I think this person should do this. This man sounds like a crazy man, and they still want to vote for him. He does. I talked to some young people that said, man, Biden is just too old. Biden is just too old, man. I say, dude, just think about it. You could never vote. He's only 36 months older than Trump. He's only 36 months older than Trump. You want to really break it down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But you know what? They don't. People don't care. They don't care because they say Trump is more vibrant. No, he's not. He's way way. Trust me. If, if they ran a race, I put my money on Biden. How about that? Biden might fall, but he'll get back up and keep running. Trump probably can't <laughs> run. If he run, he'll be out of breath. He 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 be out of breath. He roll around on the ground like a little kid. Oh, like yeah. Oh, this is this is what we talk about. About I mean, and I listen to the Democrats. Don't none of them, 
Biden is too old. I don't care. Where's my democracy stand at? Where's my democracy stand? I don't care. It's kind of like the race. It's, it's kind of like the race we got here in Houston. I don't particularly like the black mayoral candidate, but I'm, I'd rather if I got to pick the lesser of the two evils, and that's what I posted on Facebook. Please go out and vote and just pick the lesser of the two evils. That's what I said. I didn't yeah, well. I just said go vote for the lesser of the two evils. I'd go vote for her before I go and vote for him because though he's running as a Democrat, he supports Trump. So yeah, well, I mean, she, she's yeah. The latest polls looking like she's uh, she's she's losing a little bit, you know. And the audio well, you video. Well, you need to go vote Tuesday, Jay. You get well, 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 okay. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> uh, the, that uh, audio tape didn't do her any favors. That's for sure. So I mean, it sure you know, did not. I mean, and it, it did, did not. not. And I all, didn't want to you know. vote for her. I yeah. didn't want to vote for that young yeah, but so. you know. You're right. So, so, so it's interesting. So it's interesting to think that Donald Trump still has a chance to win, and at the end of the day, you know, he has not. I, I don't know how this is going to happen. I mean, a part of me wants to see how this plays out. But I, here's another question, though. I thought that was interesting. Then we have to step out and take a break, and I just want to get get y'all opinion on this. And I, I saw this the other day, and they, and, and the question was. Are Democrats secretly vote or rooting for Trump to get the nominee because they know that, you know, Biden can beat Trump? He's done it once; he can do it again. Not so much against Nikki Haley or even Ron DeSantos because of the optics of it. So I'll ask you guys: Would you prefer Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee or someone else? Ladies first. I think someone else for me. I, I don't. I, I think that if Trump is the nominee, Trump's going to get in. I just do. I don't think so. Okay. I, what about you, Mr. Elias? I don't think so. What about you? I, I agree with Vanessa. I agree with Vanessa on that one, man. Somebody else, I prefer somebody else because, hey, you know, man, look, the bottom line is this guy is he, he's dangerous. He's real dangerous. And he doesn't, he doesn't care how he does it, when he does it, or how he's going to do it. This guy don't care. He's gonna he's gonna mess up with anybody he can. I I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't think so. I, I think that uh Nikki Haley will will be an issue. She'd be a problem. Uh even Ron DeSanto's crazy stuff, I think he'd be a problem as well. So but anyway, um but then again, a part of me is like, no. I mean, I don't want this guy because if he is the nominee, that just goes to show that this country's gone to hell in the handbasket, so who knows. All right, we're going to step out take a break. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two twenty two minutes after the hour. We'll talk to you in about three to five minutes. Online radio at its best.
Today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. 478501272 is our call-in number. It is the serious side on a beautiful Sunday. Hopefully the weather is nice. You can get outside, maybe even throw some ribs on the grill and enjoy your Sunday afternoon of football from the National Football League. And of course, I'm Jay. Time to say good morning to our family members, my big sister in the house, Miss Vanessa Maybelly from the Macinelli. Good morning to you, Vanessa. How are you? Hi, guys, and happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody. Go out and have a blessed day. Like the way you said that, very just say, hi, guys, go out and enjoy Thanksgiving and blah, blah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Mr. Elias is in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning to you. And good morning, Nessa. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Rick's sister. Good morning, Rick Dia. Good morning, Mama B. Good morning, Mary the Music. And Mary the Music, that first song was Kiss of Life. It's by Ken Navarro. And the last one was Spellbound and Speeches by Incognito. And good morning, my brother Jerome. And good morning, my brother Hawk. Mr. Elias, can we say hello to some people in the World Famous chat room, sir, if you don't mind? And it's Covina, man, sitting there with us. You know what, man? Big chest bumps to my boy Covina. I want to say what's up to some folks out there. Now, let me say this. True confessions, because, you know, we're, you know, 100 with everyone on this show. I just completed production of this show while we were on the air. When I tell you I had some major, <laughs> major issues, I am shocked that I was able to get everything in. So I haven't had an opportunity to go out and check anything on social media. So uh, hello to everyone out there. Unfortunately, we will not be doing Pastor Steve State Your Case because I just haven't had the ability. I just finished producing this show like 30 seconds ago during the last break. So I just want you to know that I'm working hard for you. But I will say this, and I want to extend an apology out to a lot of our listeners because it's been brought to my attention that on Facebook, our TVRS Radio Network Facebook page has been hacked. And so what's happening is people are posting porn on there. Now, I don't know how they can get away with this on Facebook, but I want to apologize to all of our people because I'm getting messages saying, hey, man, the page has been has been hacked. And so now what I've done is I've gone in and I've turned on notifications. So now before you can post anything on that page, it has to go through admin approval, which means we have to look at every post. I didn't want to do that because I know we're all busy and I didn't want to hold up, 
you know, the exchange of information on that page. I'm really proud of the people that's on that Facebook page and how people continue to post on it. But because someone has hacked us, um, you know, I don't know any other way to fix this. So when you put something on the TJRS radio network page on Facebook, it has to go through admin approval. And hopefully this will stop some of this horrible stuff that's being posted uh, on that website. So my apologies. I'm so sorry uh, that that information is up there. So trust me, it's hacked. Don't know how to fix it, but hopefully this will deter some of that nonsense. All right, so <clears throat> Mr. Elias is in Texas, uh, full disclosure. And so, uh, Vanessa, are we getting together today, Mr. Elias, with this beautiful young lady and, and break bread with her later on today? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. Most definitely. Yes. Yeah. Most definitely. There you go. So, we're going to break bread with her Love today. Y'all. Should be so much fun to be able to hang out with them. Four thirty. We gotta go. About four thirty. You said four thirty. Oh about four thirty five o'clock, we're gonna go have dinner and drink. Okay, are we gonna be somewhere where we can watch the game? Because you know, this is it's a this is a huge football weekend, man. This is a huge football weekend. And uh it don't matter. It don't take a chance to see you. I'm you know what, you can say whatever you want to. You can try you can try to smear campaign all you want to, Mr. Ellis. I don't give a damn. There needs to be a TV right. where we're going, Vanessa. Because there's a big game going on. Mr. Elias, Eagles, 49ers. Who do you got? Who you with? Who you with? Uh, oh, wow. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. know. 49ers are easy. playing some good ball, too. Eagles are playing good ball, so 49ers are, too. So, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have my phone, tough. so... If, if there's no, if there is no, if there is no TV, don't worry. I'm going to watch the game. Come hell or hot water. So anyway, uh, yeah, that game's at three thirty. Okay, well, Jay, do this. Jay, do this. Yes. Do this. Yes. I can know. have my birthday yes. dinner on saltgrass anytime I want next week. So why don't you pick somewhere no, that's no. between no. your area? No, 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 no. We're going to saltgrass. No, no. We can go to saltgrass. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have a TV there. We'll go. I mean, we'll go. If well, not, I'll have a TV in my pocket. It's no big if deal. If there's a bombshell, oh, no. if there's a Chili's or a bombshell between my house and your house, we can do that. They got TVs. They got a sports bar area. No. Well, it's your birthday. Let's celebrate you. So get that. We'll you celebrate you. We'll go to your, you, you love sawgrass. We'll go to sawgrass. That's what you like to do. I'm checking fine out because I want everybody comfortable and everybody happy to have drinks and all of that. So I'll find out when I get out of church. Let me tell you something. I'm going to have the game in my pocket, so I don't give a damn. I'm not missing the game. It's going to happen. All right? So it doesn't matter. You choose. Whatever you want to do is on you. We don't want you to feel any pressure, but that's the deal. All right, listen. We have one more topic to talk about. Let's get into it. Online radio at its best. Joe Biden is sitting on his hands. He refuses to take care of the border. He refuses to hold the drug cartels accountable. This is the vision of Biden, Harris, Newsom. I support border security. I think the asylum system is broken. I believe that we need... I understand that. I, I'm, the one that I'm the only guy here that's a border state governor. You're trolling folks and trying to find migrants to play political games to try to get some news and attention so you can out-Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in your own home state. Biden... <laughs> if you missed it, you should go watch it on YouTube. Devin, uh, uh, California's Governor Gavin Newsom and Florida's Governor Ron DeSantos had a debate on Fox News. Guess who the moderator was? One Sean Hannity, which we know how that turned out. But at the end of the day, he got 
he beat his ass all the way down into the ground. Why Santos don't have a chance in hell of winning anything, folks? Let's just call it what it is. Mr. Elias, did you have an opportunity to see any of this? I did not, Jay. I did not get a chance to see any of it. But I just saw bits and clips of it. But I never got a chance to see the whole debate. I want to go watch it. But, yeah, I, I saw bits and pieces of it. And everybody said that DeSantis got his hand hat-handed to him. Yeah. Oh, uh, he did. Said that. They said they got. And then, and then, and then, like people said, why was he even there? Well, according to the Santos, the reason why he did it was because he said he needs to do debate practice, right? And he wanted to show the hypocrisy of, you know, Galvin Newsom. And he said something that I thought was interesting, and I do agree with him. He says, you know what? He says, look here, you're running for president. You just don't want to say it. But he says, nope, I am on board with the Biden-Harris ticket. And I tell you what, he looked good. So now let's talk about the Democratic bench, because I'm going to tell you something. He looked like a presidential candidate, and a part of me is thinking, damn, maybe I wish he was president right about now, because he was sharp, and he came right at him. And you know if if you're going on Fox to debate a Republican, you know already it was two against one. He didn't allow Sean Hannity to do what Sean Hannity does. He was like, look here, man, what about you, Ron? How's that working out for you? You're down 40 points in your own damn state. I mean, he went at him, and I loved it. You know, listen, in fairness, you know, DeSantis, he, he, hit, he hit him on some things, too. He talked about private schooling and things of that nature. But I think overall, uh, Galvin Newsom uh, really held himself up real well. Vanessa, people talk about. What do you say you about know, private school? What do you say about private school? Well, 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 what DeSantos said was he talked about how uh, California has this issue with private schools, but guess what? Galvin Newsom didn't have to worry about that because his kids are in private schools, so he hit him on that one. He, he got him on that one. I'll give him that. But but at the end of the day, he, he swept. And, and let me tell you something. And Galvin Newsom went after him when it came to books, you know, how he's banning books. He said that, you know, uh-huh. he's using these immigrants as just a political prop. This guy has no intent. You know, he pretty much told him, listen, man, you're not a serious candidate. And that's the reason why you're getting your ass kicked in your own primary. You're not serious. Nobody thinks you're serious. You don't have a clue. And he came right at him. So if you get a chance to go back and watch it, watch it. Uh, but at the end of the day, Vanessa, you know, as a Democrat, I'm thinking, damn, you know, it, that guy should be on the debate stage. I, I love Joe, Joe Biden. But, but listen, Joe Biden is old, not to his no, – listen, it's not his fault. You know, there's such a thing as ageism in this country. It's not his fault, but that's the reality. And so at the end of the day, you know, Galvin Newsom looked, he looked good. He looked good. Your thoughts, Vanessa? He looked good. Thoughts on that? Because I didn't see it. So if I didn't see it, I'm just not going to put an opinion to it. So I'm going to have to bypass you on that. I didn't see it. I don't know what he looks like being good on the stage with a suit and all of that. I can't comment on that. Tell us how Sorry. you really feel. You comment on everything else. Why don't you bring up Houston? You but always I, I, try to find I, a way I, to wiggle I, Houston I into the conversation. Like I haven't seen him not one drop. Well, bring Houston back into the. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll go ahead and talk about Abbott because you know any opportunity you get to throw something at Abbott. What about Abbott, Vanessa? 
What about that ass? I mean, what about him? There, there it is, Coach. There it is. All right. So, so, uh, Mr. Elias, I'll come to you. I'm sorry, I'm a little hoarse. I've been yelling at my daughter had a basketball tournament this weekend, and I've been yelling all weekend long. Uh, <clears throat> so, people talk about Biden being old, and he is old. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He's the Democratic. He's the oh, Democratic sure. president. Well, I mean, I don't care about Trump. I'm talking about about, about Biden. And, and, and at the end of the day, we already know what's going on with Trump. You know, I tell people all the time, when you're in a situation, sometimes you have to look at look at what you can c- control. I'm not concerned about Trump. Trump is who he is. Everybody knows Trump is, you know, he's 76 years old. So he's 36 Trump months. So going to ever have to get on the stage with these people? Well, you know, it's – well, he don't have to. He doesn't have to participate. And at the end of the day, he's not. Once again, when people do things, they're not paying a political price. As long as you're not paying a political price, people are continue to do what they're going to do. And at the end of the day, he's not paying a political price. Oh, That's why people yeah. do what they do. Yeah. You know, we talked about it earlier in the show with George Santos. The reason why they voted him out of office is because there was a political price to be paid. And they supported him in New York. Right, so if you're not going to, if you're going to, they're going to be paid though. Say what? That price will still be paid because it. it I th- you know what? I agree with you. Go on, so. I agree with you on that. I do think that George Santos, <clears throat> that whole thing, because the reason why it's just like when Alex, you know, a- AOC. I'm not a fan of hers either, but she won that seat because people weren't paying attention. You know, I think less than – I can't remember how many people voted, but there wasn't a lot of people who voted in that, in, that, uh, in that election where she won that seat. And the incumbent, the incumbent, I should say, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to win because I'm going to win on name recognition. He didn't even go out and campaign. And she was out there, you know, because she was a bartender and out there doing her thing, and she got enough folks to go and vote, and bam, he's gone. So I do think that – all the attention that Santos has brought to that region is going to be problematic for uh, the Republican Party. But they, you know, you had to. You know, once again, we talk about you know choosing the, the less the lesser of two evils. You know, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Are you going <clears> to <throat> not say anything? Are you going to continue to support this guy when you already know that it's an uphill battle anyway? So you know, you have to be able to go back to your con- your constituents and say, look. I agree with y'all. He should have never been in office. I mean, you have to do something. So, yeah, that's what they had to do. You know, you had to, you had to do something. But at the end of the day, I do think, Mr. Elias, it's still going to have an adverse effect on what they're trying to do. I really do. But, but you know, I've always looked at Gavin Newsom and said, you know, I thought he was he, – he's a very polished politician. So I think – the people in California hate him. Now. Yeah, that's true. They hate him. Well, but look at Donald Trump. People in New York hated him, but guess what? He still ended up president of the United States. And when you say they hate him, do they, do they honestly? Do they? Huh? Yeah, they. They. Donald Trump's a Republican, and, and New York's a heavily Democratic state. Gavin Newsom is a Democrat, and you got Democrats that hate him. Yeah, but I'm saying, but it's still within that region. I mean, it's not on a national level. He's looking. I I do think he did this for future political ambition. I, you know, despite what he says, I do think that he did that for a reason. 
there, there's really no reason. But she's going to run for president. I think so. I, I think so. And I think sometimes when politicians just need to be straight up and honest. But he, I tell you what, he is, he is the perfect surrogate for the Biden-Harris ticket. He held himself up pretty damn good. He didn't let Ron DeSantos tell all those damn lies and those talking points. He had that guy mumbling on stage. And so, you know, think about if he's on a debate stage with with Joe Biden. Because, you know, you can say what you want to say. If you look at the overall economy, if you look at where, you you know, inflation is going down, the overall economy is doing well. You know, the job market is still doing great. But yet still, people are saying that the economy, they're not in a better place than they were four years ago. Because despite what we think and say. Huh? Because of what? Can I say something about that? Can I say something about that? Okay. Yeah, but let's go ahead. But you know what? The taxes on the houses. In Texas, mine went up by seven hundred dollars on one of, on my house, one of my houses, and the insurance is going up because now the Harvey stuff is finally hitting. The flood policies are going up, so yeah, the price of eggs are not all ninety nine cents like they used to be. They feel like a dollar ninety nine, two ninety nine. Yeah, gas is two forty nine in Texas, and I just left Cali, and it was five fifty nine, five eighty nine when we gassed up the rental car a gallon. So some things are getting better, Jay, and then other things are getting worse. So it just depends. People who got house notes, their mortgages are going up because the taxes are going up. So the flood policies are going up. Their house insurance is going up. So I'm just saying, if you get a Social Security check, yeah, you got a $72 or $69 raise, but your Medicare premium went up by $10, so you really only profited 50 dollars out of that. So I'm just saying I'm looking at it from another view of the economy. And no, I agree. So, yeah, you're proving my point. That, you know, you're, you're, I, I just think yeah. it's not all it, people want to make it seem like, oh, it's so much better. I mean, I guess it is a little bit because my niece has been in and out of jail two or three times, and she just got a job making $16 an hour starts on Monday. So, you know, I, don't, I guess for some people it is better because now people who wouldn't have never gotten an opportunity to get these jobs are now able to get these jobs. Uh, I don't know. I just – I got some gripes about the economy myself. But, you know, these people who say that they can't work and they can't get their food and all of that, that's a bunch of BS because – Everybody named Mama is hiring. There we go. All right. Well, now I'm so now I'm glad I can't pull comments down because I know that would have started a whole bunch of stuff right there with that comment. Okay. Thank you, Vanessa. What, but about jobs? Everybody no, I'm just saying you you got that tone. You know. Come on, stop. All right. So okay, I'm with you. I hear you. But 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 at the end of the day, you know, once again, nothing's 100 percent absolute. So. Even though overall you can sit here and say, well, we won the war, but we lost, you know, over 100,000 troops. Yeah, but we still won the war. But families who are burying their dead don't feel that way, you know. So nothing is 100% absolute. There are people, no matter how great the economy is, are going to still be suffering. 
because that's just the way it works. And then we talk about Texas, and see, here's the other part. You know, this is Texas. You know, we have a Republican governor. So a lot of times people want to blame things on the president, but then again, you vote for these clowns, you put in office at the, you know, at the at the at the government level, uh, at the uh, state level, and they have an impact on what's going on too. You know, that's one of the things that came out in that debate between uh, uh, DeSantos and uh, Newsom. You know, you want to talk about all these great things, but at the end of the day, your state is really, you know. It's it's really causing problems for folks in your state. You can't when everything happens good in the state. It's always you want to take credit for them. When something bad in the state happens, it's the federal government's fault. Okay, all right. Okay, I hear you. That's convenient. That's a convenient lie you can tell. So anyway, any final thoughts on this thing uh, on this this Santos uh, <clears throat> Newsom debate? I thought it was pretty good. You should go watch it if you haven't seen it. You think he's going to run in twenty twenty eight? And without a doubt, if he doesn't, then I would be totally shocked. Look, man, DeSantis is not a, he's not a person that has a personality. He's not even a person that has a soul. So for him to uh, act out he was going to win this debate against Newsom, I had to watch you know he was going to lose. So he doesn't have what it takes. Yeah. Well, he, he had nothing to gain from it. What did he have to yeah, gain yeah. from it? Well, he, he had everything to gain from it. I mean, he, he it should be he shouldn't have nothing to lose. You don't go into a situation like that. You don't do that if you don't have nothing to gain. It doesn't make sense. So you go in it when you have nothing what to lose. What did he have to gain? He had well, what he had to gain was listen. If he'd have won that debate, people would have been looking at him differently. I mean, but he didn't. He had everything to lose. It was a dumb idea. Whoever his campaign folks are, they need to be fired. Who thought that this was a good idea? It was stupid. So what they're trying to do was they were trying to they were trying to show that he can have a presidential type debate one on one without having fifteen thousand people on the stage. So let's get him up here and show that hey he can hold his own against a Democrat, not a fellow Republican, but a Democrat, and he got his ass kicked. So whoever you answers in the Bible. What you say, Miss Elias? Newsom is not running for president. It doesn't matter. He's a Democrat. In the big scheme of things, it's a Republican versus a Democrat. He gets a chance to argue against a Democrat who he has differences with politically. It was supposed to be a win situation for him because if he can hold his own against this guy, right? Because they've been going back and forth for the past X amount of months. But if he can hold his own against this guy, ooh-wee, yeah. Because we're arguing with Republicans. No, no, let's see, let's go against the real enemy. Regardless whether that guy's running for president or not, he's still a Democrat. And he didn't look good. So whoever decided to do that need their ass beat because he got swept. He looked like an idiot. So, no, wasn't a smart move at all. One of the dumbest things, I mean, whoever did it, need their ass whooped. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Elite women's sports will break the billion-dollar barrier within the next year. NPR's Netta Ulibi reports on a study that gives it credit to a growing fan base. Women's sports are simply on fire, especially basketball, tennis, golf, and soccer. 
a penalty kick by British player Chloe Kelly at this year's Women's World Cup, clocked at nearly 70 miles an hour. That's faster than any kick that season from the men's England Premier League. Just one example of how elite women athletes are only getting better. Men's sports make money by selling broadcast rights to games. Women's rely on sponsorship. That's according to the new study from Deloitte. It says the number of sponsoring brands for the leading women's golf association has doubled just since 2019. The amount of money women's sports will generate in 2024 is at least 300% higher, Deloitte said, than its last prediction only two years ago. Neto Ulibi, NPR News. Police in Paris have arrested a man in his 20s who used a knife to kill a German tourist. Interior Ministry says he also injured two other people with a hammer before police subdued him. They say the man is a French citizen who'd been sentenced to four years in prison in 2016 and was on the security services watch list. The ruling party of Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi appears set to win provincial elections in three of four states. Local media say Modi's BJP party has a clear lead in the state, prompting supporters to set off firecrackers and dance in the streets. The anticipated results are a boost for Modi ahead of May's general election. Modi has been in power for a decade. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Made in Cookware. Did you know that many of the most popular dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurants are made in Maiden pots and pans? Maiden has been supplying chefs with high-end cookware for years for the simple reason that Maiden makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Best of all, Maiden is sold online. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're Maiden, Maiden. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org. Folks, it's been a pleasure to serve you this morning. We are so happy. It's time for us to say goodbye. But let me tell you something. I've been actually looking at something, and I noticed that our sister uh, is in the queue. Momo Beezy in the Heezy is in the queue. Good morning, Momo. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Didn't notice that you were in the queue. Wow. Okay. Good morning, Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. So, uh, well, I you know, it's final. I to say happy birthday to Vanessa. Oh, you did? Okay, well, there she is. Thank you, Momo. Thank you, thank you. I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. I hope you're doing okay. How you doing, Mo? I'm trying. All you can do, sister. But I didn't just gotta want to try. Talk and depress everybody. But I wanted to tell them that's happy birthday. I love you for oh. that. Thank you, thank you. And I'm we're gonna I'm gonna keep keep praying for you. I just didn't know how you were doing. I'm gonna have to reach out. Yeah. I'm gonna reach out so soon. Yeah, we well, know I will. You've been reaching out more than Jay and um LES. Oh my God! You know that? what? What is going on this morning? <laughs> my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is this? I mean, what is it? What, what the hell's going on? Oh my God! Look, 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 look
the truth hurts. You see that? What they say when you <laughs> throw a rock in the forest and whatever dog hit it, bark some shit like that. <laughs> oh, they should call in cussing too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Well. Alrighty. Well, we have to find a way to get Momo to Texas for a week in our week. So we need to work on that. Uh, I would love to have her here. We can. I don't have a problem with that at all. Bring her hands. I would love to put yeah, my, I'm, my, I'm, my I'm hands around her neck. Look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a free agent. I don't got no kids at home. I don't got no dad. I ain't got nobody at home but my dog. You can't bring the damn dog. You leave the dog at home. So it's yeah, a little we'll, we'll, pound dog. What am I leave her? I can't leave her by herself. You, you scared okay, of dogs? Fine. No, oh, I'm scared she, of dogs. How big is she, Momo? Huh? Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. She's seven pounds. Her name is Lola, and she's eight okay, years we'll old. Okay, we'll put Lola on a Southwest Airlines flight for $99. And then when mm-hmm. you come here, we'll just put Lola at the doggy hotel right here by my house. No, that's not what's going on. If I can't stay, she can't stay. <laughs> well, that's fine. 80 we don't care. Your well, damn she, dog can stay. She might think your dog is a chicken nugget. So that's the only thing that I said. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, hold on now. I got, I got a pit, I got a pit bull over here, girlfriend. You better act like you know. So anyway, so all the so anyway. Listen, we're we're running out of time. We 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 got to get Momo here. But we got to say our goodbye. So Vanessa. You know, we have three minutes. Say goodbye, and then we can get on out of here, Lord. I love y'all. I cannot (laughs) wait to see my boys this evening. I'm going to try to find somewhere I really am where we can look at the game and eat some good barbecue chicken wings and drink some beer. And so I'm going to find somewhere. I'm going to find somewhere for us to do that and look at the game and have a good time. But it's going to be after I get out of church. I love y'all. I can't see y'all. Momo hugs and kisses to you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, bye, Vanessa. We'll see you later. All right, right, uh, Momo Beezy, your your final thoughts. Well, my final thought is I just want to say, again, happy birthday to Vanessa, and I want to tell you guys to um, have a um, Merry Christmas. Christmas is coming. I want everybody to have a Merry Christmas. And I don't know how my Christmas is going to be, but... uh, when I get off, I know what I'm going to do when I get off this phone. I'm going right to the TJRS Network Facebook fan page and watch some porn. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, thank you, Momo B. Oh, my God. All right. God bless you. And uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that. Mr. Elias, man, give me a final thought to get this woman out of here, man. Your final thought. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Me, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I should have been reaching out, but you know, my schedule's been active, but that's no excuse. I promise you, I'll be better in the, in, in the, uh, in the future. And we're reaching out. And, uh, you know, folks, as always, say, get out and vote. If you don't vote, you don't have a voice. So get out and vote. All right. Let's my last 10 seconds and say happy birthday to my little brother, DJ Sean Juan. Uh, Tyreek Styles, for you folks who used to listen to this network for years, he just turned uh, 49. God bless you, little bro. I love you. Mr. LS, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? This is girl here, boy. Time for the serious side of the J. Okay. Roger. 
Oh, well, he didn't finish. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So, for Momo Beezy, for Mr. Elias, for Vanessa, I'm Jay Riles. And have a wonderful Sunday. Oh, God. And if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, it is the serious side of the Jay Riles Show. God bless. We'll see you next Love week. Love you guys. Yeah, we'll see you next